Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last thrower shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. We are back. We are back. This is the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports. It's a way of life. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. We got some things to talk about. Officially, let's get out of this NBA talk and start moving in towards the NFL. I got all football today, baby. All football. I'm excited. We, uh, we got some... Players reporting that we're apparently going to hold out. We'll get into that. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the Deshaun Watson situation in Houston. He reports. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers reporting today. I don't think he's going to suit up tomorrow, but you know they're still working out that agreement. I told you I want to talk about how the turntables later. A fun little segment I got planned, but uh, I wanted to start off with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's just get it out of the way. Because I know you guys are probably you're, you're probably tired of hearing me talk about Tom Brady, but the Bucks celebrate getting their rings, and man, are they beautiful! These rings are phenomenal. You know the 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 fact that this Super Bowl ring opens from the top, something that's never been done before. I think, and that's just too legit. That's too legit. For my MC Hammer fans out there, but I, I uh, man, I just obviously how many diamonds there are. The, you know, the teams always put a number on diamonds. You know, they did the three hundred and nineteen to signify, you know, the score, uh, and that one diamond where you open up the top of the ring. It's where they came out of the tunnel uh, for the Super Bowl, and, and I mean, come on, it, it, they are the first team. In NFL history to win a Super Bowl on their home field. So that's why I, I, th- I think it's really badass that they were able to open up the top of that ring and show Raymond James Stadium there. So it's pretty, pretty, man, I don't know. To me, one of the coolest rings, not the best ring that's been made, but one of the freaking coolest. I mean, we, the, the rings these last few Super Bowl winners have been freaking phenomenal. Phenomenal for sure. And this just adds another ring to that group of phenomenal rings. But you know the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know Tom Brady. You know Bruce Arians. They had their fun. But I I did want to see if you can hear it. But here's Tom Brady, him and Byron Leftwich sitting next to each other, opening up the box and pulling out this ring and, and Tom Brady's reaction. And and you know this man. He he's he's seen how many of these things now, but and it's it's still had a, a great reaction. Take a listen. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. 
in shock that how beautiful this ring looked. And I swear these rings get bigger and bigger. These players are wearing it on their fingers, and it, it basically takes up half their hand, it looks like. But, yeah, congrats to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting their Super Bowl rings from this past year, getting to celebrate it. Tommy's happy, but you know him. The most important ring or his favorite ring is the next one, and they're, they're poised to run it back. You know, we, we saw the offseason off that they had bringing everybody back. But, yeah, it, it was a special moment to see them all celebrate. Guys like LaShawn McCoy, Leonard Fournette getting those rings and celebrating with Tommy Boy and Gronk being Gronk, wearing all the rings there, the ones that he's won. Had them all on, looking all suited up, and having fun with it. So, yeah, Tampa Bay, let's, let's see if they can get it back. Next year, I mean, they're they're the favorites. They're the favorites right now. I haven't seen a squad ever bring back all 22 starters. I don't think ever in an offseason. So with that division that they have, Atlanta didn't get good defensively. You got New Orleans who could potentially be in a rebuild. We don't know yet. We're going to see how Jameis... And that situation works out. And then you got Carolina Panthers who are definitely in a rebuild. Sam Darnold getting a second chance. Uh, we'll touch on him a little more later as well. But, yeah, I, I thought it was, it was a pretty cool moment just to see t- uh, Tampa and Tom Brady revealing his seventh ring and him still amazed at how these things turn out and look. So um, hats off for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But now it's time to defend that title, and let's see if they can do it. But in other news, man, we got this long situation. Well, not as long as the other situation we'll get into in a little bit, but Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, this is this is what happened on Monday, and we'll take a listen. Laura, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are on the verge of an agreement that's not done yet, that should be done shortly here that will give Aaron Rodgers enough concessions to bring him back to Green Bay for at least one more season. Now, those concessions will have nothing to do with added money, which is yet further proof that Aaron Rodgers was not seeking the type of new contract that the Packers offered when they offered to make him the highest paid player in all of sports other than Lionel Messi, and he turned down that deal. This is about the way things are run. This is about structure. This is about creating a path for Aaron Rodgers to leave Green Bay potentially after this season. You heard that. Making a pathway for him to leave after the season. It looks like that's what they're kind of going to work out. They're going to avoid his last year, which is 2023, so he can become a free agent or get traded next season. So there you have it. And and he did. He reported it today. It's funny how we're going to do this segment later called How the Turntables. But... he, he, he showed up wearing an office shirt with Kevin Malone and the chili. Uh, it was definitely a shirt I'd never seen before, but it was pretty cool. Uh, it was like video game style, uh, showing the attributes of the chili and then Kevin Malone. But anyway, yeah, uh, finally this thing's over. He reports. Uh, he, uh, looks like he's going to be happy, so it's one last ride, as they say, for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and let's see if they can 
do this thing. I mean, we we've seen how they've fallen short the past two seasons, going thirteen and three, thirteen and three, losing to the Niners last or uh, two years ago, and then losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year in the NFC Championship. So you know, you guys are winning. You're you're making it, but you're just not getting it done. Just not getting it done. Uh, and I wanted to bring in a guest, a special guest. Good morning, good morning. Got Justin Matthews over here joining me to break this down. So Rodgers shows up. Finally, this thing's over. It looks like he's going to play for the Green Bay Packers this year after I've said he was not going to. Absolutely not. But the front office finally bowed down, as they should have, and giving Aaron what he wants. Yeah, um... I was kind of surprised, um, especially after this long holdout. I guess it makes sense the time of year because a decision had to be made. Either he's going to get traded or he's not. You know, training camp is coming around. I believe all 32 teams are, by the end of today, will have been in training camp. Um, a few days ago, Aaron Rodgers and um, Devontae Adams actually posted that uh, Michael Jordan and Scotty picture and that's what I took it as as this being the last dance mm -hmm. from what I'm hearing they still are trying to extend uh, Devontae Adams to a extension but for sure I believe Aaron Rodgers will be gone after this season and I mean sad news for my Bears I feel like uh, yeah. we for sure had this division on lock um, but Green Bay man they got one more chance to get it done they got to give up on uh, Aaron Rodgers they're gonna have to get um, love some 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 reps in, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you got preseason this season, so we're actually gonna see these guys be able to go out and get some on-field experience. Talking Jordan Love, yeah. uh, he didn't get that last year at all, and that that could be another reason why he fell way behind the eight ball, and is not where they want him to be as far as you know if this Aaron Rodgers thing would have went south and him not show up and didn't play they would have been they would have been screwed because Jordan Love wasn't ready and isn't ready still but you get your savior back one like you said one last dance it was funny when he posted that picture too but yeah. uh I honestly think Devontae's out of here too he 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 said he's like if Aaron Rodgers isn't here I got to think about my future and where yeah. I land I mean, why wouldn't he, you know? Why would you stay with an organization? I, the Green Bay Packers, man, I cannot stand that franchise. They don't deserve a style like Aaron Rodgers. No. Why would you want to – I mean, you just saw that situation, especially him delivering them a Super Bowl and everything he's meant to that city. Look how they treated him. I mean, why would you as a superstar feel like, okay, well, whatever happened with that situation happened, but I'm I'm good here. You know what I mean? No. And on, on, on top of that, you want you a, a quarterback who could throw the ball. I, I mean, we still don't know what – Jordan Love can do, so that's left to be seen. But at this point in time, yeah, if I'm Devontae Adams, I'm looking for a way out as well. I want to go wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, <laughs> which is probably unlikely, but, you know, uh, at least send me somewhere with a, a quarterback where, you know, I can still get my numbers and I got a real chance of winning. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's all in due time. Everything will be revealed. Uh, big upcoming season. A lot of make-or-break storylines for a lot of different players. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones. So, you know, we got to – So it's, it's, it's going to be a big season. And I'm sure for the Packers that they're hoping they can compete for another Super Bowl and get to the NFC comp, uh, championship for the 
third straight year and try to convince Aaron Rodgers to stay. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, I personally don't think they're going to be Super Bowl. They're definitely going to win the division. I know it's unfortunate for the Bears. Bears fans, sorry. But, yeah, I mean, with him out, it, it was Bears' division to win. For sure. And now with him back, being possibly his last season in Green Bay, I mean, he's going to be putting it all on the line like last year. I mean, he put it all on the line last year and had one of the best seasons ever. So I, another season with him this hungry and, and this motivated and, you know, being able to have a nice off offseason, as he said, he was able to reflect and kind of refresh and take a br mental break and his mental health, you know, take care of that. I think he's just going to be back stronger than ever. And, yeah, with Devontae Adams there, it's, he just still doesn't have enough help, I don't think, on offense. It's just him and Devontae Adams. And, obviously, they kept Aaron Jones as well. But defensively, it seemed like they were getting better up there. But, I mean, they just fall short. They fall short every year. And that's because Aaron Rodgers can't do it all on his own. And we'll see if he's got enough help or if these guys take a next step to kind of back him up knowing this is his last stance. And – Maybe that motivates them to play better, and they do make a Super Bowl run. But I just think the NFC is pretty good, and it's going to be pretty tough in the playoffs to to string along, you know, two, three wins if they end up not having that first round bye. So yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. The the, the good news is Green Bay. You got him for at least one more year, and hopefully he can <laughs> make you happy. Just how. The Milwaukee Bucks did. Now, now you don't have to stress out, but it does look like the you know you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here for Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers. Yeah. But you know, Devonte, Devonte, if he doesn't play with Aaron Rodgers, who knows where he goes? But he, he's still gonna get top league money. Oh yeah. So it's not like he he, pay him. Yeah, for sure. he he can leave so much money on the table, not resign him with Green Bay with a max deal. Or whatever that may look like, but he can go somewhere and get that money if a team has enough space, and and they'll pay him. He he's yeah he's to me a, a top two, top three receiver yeah, in the for league sure, for sure. However you want to put that list, put it where you want. But you know, and speaking of top receivers, we'll, we'll transition here. This whole COVID and the rules. Oh my goodness. These rules, man, I know. I heard, and then DeAndre Hopkins came out, D-Hop, yep. and he said he could potentially sit out the season. Oh, my goodness. You hate to hear that. You hate to hear that from a, a top star in this league, which for a team like Arizona, and you see Chandler Jones is upset in Arizona. Here I go. I called this Arizona team phony, and now you got who J.J. Watt was going to line up against and wants to be traded as well, Chandler Jones. He wants out of Arizona. He's not happy, but, you know, you lose that on defense and then D-Hop sitting out because, listen, this new COVID rule, if teams have to forfeit, players are going to have to forfeit game checks and teams are going to be given losses all because, you know, some of these players don't want to get vaccinated. I, I thought we had human rights at some point. Yeah. I get it. It's a business. And the owners don't want to lose money like they did last year. We're going to be at full capacity. 
I believe, in all the stadiums, if not most. So, of course, yeah, if they got to forfeit games or move them around, cancel them, they're going to be losing a lot of money. So they're punishing the players. But, I mean, you also have to know, like, they are humans and they have their rights. If they don't trust the vaccination or if it goes against their religion or, you know, they just don't have enough information to where they feel confident and comfortable to get the vaccination, why are you going to punish them? And and now you're going to see guys who don't want to hurt their team, like DeAndre Hopkins is saying, like, listen, I I don't want to put my team in a position where if I get COVID and there's an outbreak with our team, I'm going to be responsible for my guys not getting paid that day. So I can totally, I understand that. And and that's what you're going to see with some some players. They I'm sure there will. They, they will sit out again like they did last year. But, I mean, it comes at a bitter, bigger, you know, it's just a bigger risk taken if, if they play this year. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> like you said, people have human rights. And you can't force somebody to take the vaccine. I mean, he got his reasons. You know, I feel like people do have human rights. And I, I understand it from, from both perspectives. Right. Because, like, at, at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't want to jeopardize my team. and But I understand, you know, if I don't want to put that in my body, I don't want to put that in my body. So, I mean, I get what they trying to do. I get that they just trying to get everybody vaccined and be safe. But you got to understand, like you said, man, people got rights and... I don't know. I just I just feel it's unfair to take that away from him, pay wise. They trying to like find players every, every uh, uh, something like that. I, I I think it's something like um, if it's players on your team who don't have the vaccination, and uh, outbreak breaks out, then you forfeit the game. Like that's uh, like what worked last year. The um. The vaccine actually worked last year, but it's a, I guess, a different variant now. It, and you also, you know, they since they adding on this extra game, you you also don't have the extra week to, you know, I mean, like, okay, it was a few breakouts last year, right? Mm-hmm. For instance, Pittsburgh, I remember they had to reschedule a game. You don't got the extra week anymore, and then um, I I believe they still doing the super wild card thing too. So I mean, this is is really tight, and this is all unfortunate. This COVID is messing up. <laughs> Unfortunately it's back But it's messing up a whole lot of but That's another good point that you brought up There's uh-huh. another variation of it So Frank Reich Coach of the Indianapolis Colts Colts mm-hmm. Has COVID Has to Quarantine again And he's vaccinated Right. So with these players that are vaccinated And say an outbreak happens And there's this other variant so you're still going to make them forfeit and right. give up their checks. So I, I don't think the NFL really thought this through. Like they, I mean, like they haven't really thought they're, they're terrible. Goodell doesn't Roger think things Dale. through all the way through all the way. And so now what happens if a guy who is vaccinated is the key to an outbreak and, right. and, and, and then what? So exactly. are you still going to have teams forfeit team. games? Are you still going to uh, forfeit game checks? Exactly. So you you have to figure something out here to where the players can feel comfortable and safe, but also to where the product on the field isn't affected by it. I but think, I don't know. I don't think you you can do that right now because again, we're still 
in the midst of all this. And it, it's still unknown fully. It, it, like Again, with these different variations, anything can happen, and any team is still at risk. I completely agree with DeAndre Hopkins, to be honest. I mean, I would seriously consider sitting out. Because like you just said, I mean, okay, we all get vaccinated. Now, nah, outbreak still happens. Because you could clearly still get the outbreak, I mean, the um, virus, you know what I mean, with the uh, vaccination. So now you don't now now you don't force me to put this in my body, and I still got COVID or still outbreak. You know what I mean? And like this to me is just unfair. I would seriously consider sitting out, and that's bad for him as a player because you're missing out on money. It's bad for us as consumers because we're not seeing the best players on the field. It's just a lose lose situation, and a, a, a fish rots from the head down. And Roger Goodell, man, I mean, I get what he's trying to do, but I mean just. Situation after situation, even from things like finding, finding guys, uh, it's it's just no sense of like fairness. It seems like when it comes to these kind of situations, and I don't really feel like he's fit to handle them. Um, you got the NBA commissioner, um, you know Adam Silver. He seems to handle situations way better. Oh, and yeah. he's, you know he's probably the best. Yeah, commissioner I mean, in all sports. I, I mean, like the I was like like even with the tanking thing, right? For years, it was a problem with tanking, and it made sense. Why would you, you know, what I mean, fight so hard to win these games, and you know that you gonna lose in the end? You have no chance of making the playoffs, and everybody just kept saying, "We got to find a solution. They got to find a solution. They got to find a solution." The play-in tournament, it's it's like almost genius, and it took for <clears throat> COVID. <laughs> For it to happen, but still, I mean, he that that the playing tournament is genius to me. I hope it stay forever. But to get back to the NFL, yeah, I just feel like you know Robert um, Roger Goodell is just unfit to handle these situations, and I don't know the solution to be honest. But I know from DeAndre Hopkins and a player standpoint, I would seriously, unfortunately, have to consider sitting out because I don't want to just put that in my body and still, you know, if I'm a risk. I mean, that's a risk I'm willing to, to take as well. So I get it, man. But it's, it's it's very sad and unfortunate, and I really hope that they can figure something out. I hope that this virus gets under control. And what they're saying is if everybody just take the vaccine, then, you know what I mean, we'll all be fine. But I don't I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I mean, if it, if it broke out, where is this different variant coming from? Right. Is that like like was it unavoidable? Suppose all of us just took the vaccine. Was it was this really unavoidable? So I don't I mean it's probably a lot that I don't know. It's a lot that we still figuring out about this virus, a lot that we don't understand. But yeah, at the end of the day, man, this is very unfortunate. Yeah, and you know, Zeke uh, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott was asked, you know, about getting the vaccine during training camp. Basically, you know, said it's a touchy it's a touchy subject. You you can't really tell someone what to do with their body. I grew up in a family where we didn't get vaccines, so it's kind of hard to tell someone who their whole life, their mom and dad tell them not to get vaccines, to get vaccinated. So, listen, I haven't had a flu shot since either. high right. school when we had to have one, right. and I haven't had the flu since. Like, I'm fine without getting that yearly shot, exactly. and that's what I'm hearing with the COVID vaccinations. you got to get a booster shot. Well, people are still getting covid like we said, different variations because there's new strains out. 
But you got to keep going back and going back Which totally to get this. the purpose. So your, your, your body, you know, needs this vaccine. I mean, I'm fine. Like, listen, I haven't gotten the vaccination. Neither. Take it as you will. I don't plan on getting the vaccination. I haven't, you know, had an outbreak since. I've had COVID, though. I did get it. New Year's. I've been fine since. Been around people who have gotten it again. Gotten it again. I've got, I've been next to people who've got it for the first time. You know, a little irresponsible at a wedding. You know, shared a, a a cup with somebody who who ended up getting it, but I was fine. So I don't know. I just I don't think it's fair to force these players to go against what they believe in. And then you're going to punish them for, you know, their own beliefs. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had, from what I know, I haven't had it. But um, who knows? You know, at this point, I've, I, I wouldn't put it past that I had it at one point. I didn't, I've never, admittedly, I've never, I don't, I've, I haven't had any symptoms. I've never, throughout this whole entire process, felt like I couldn't breathe or I couldn't smell. I think I've had maybe two colds. One of them I just got over probably about three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Another one was last year when COVID first started. So who's to say I didn't have it? You know, I've never I've never taken the COVID test, to be honest. Maybe that's irresponsible, but I haven't. I mean, I, 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 I always wear my mask. I have my mask, like, on my chin right now. Yeah. And I just stay out of people's face. But, I mean, people are popping up with COVID, man, and they don't know how they're getting it. It's just, I mean, so I wouldn't put it past that I probably did have it. And I feel like people's immune systems are stronger. Honestly, if I was a little older, I probably would take the vaccine just because I wouldn't want to take any chances. Yes. I feel like older people's immune systems mm-hmm. are more, you know, liable to catch it. But, you know, you having people with symptoms, younger people, athletes who aren't in shape, and some of them are feeling the effects, but some people are not. Some people just are diagnosed with it, and, you know, they sit down for they isolate themselves for about a week, and they're fine. So, I mean, the same thing, just like – you know, Zeke said you can't force somebody to put something in their body, and uh, it's just it's a it's a sad situation, man. Right, really sad. Very situation. controversial situation. Very I mean, you know, everybody thinks how they do about COVID. Everybody has their own opinion on it. We have ours. And real quick, not to cut you off, Mikey. Uh, we're not promoting um not taking the vaccine. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, to exactly, each zone, exactly. But just from our standpoint, our opinions, this is how we feel about it. So we're not saying don't take the vaccine. You know, if you feel that you need to take the vaccine and you feel like that's the safest precaution to take to keep you and your family safe, you know, by all means do that. But the flip side is, you know, you got people like us who, you know, I mean, we don't trust certain things about the vaccine. I mean, and this maybe we don't know enough. That's, a, but that's exactly what at the, I mean, but you like, yeah. man, you can't force nobody to put nothing in their body. We don't, this vaccine came out of nowhere. COVID came out of nowhere. This is one of the fastest vaccines to be made. Like, how did you, I mean, you know, AIDS and stuff has been around for years and I haven't, obviously there's no cure, but COVID comes and all of a sudden we got a vaccine in less than a year. I mean, it's just a lot of which it doesn't even protect you from, again, the other variations. So and you can still get it, right? You can still so, get I mean, it in some way. And, again, I don't know enough. I haven't been given enough information or data. I know they try to force feed us with the data on the vaccination. But 
to me, I, I'm still not comfortable with the information that is out. I need, I need a lot more. I need a lot more testing. I need to hear people not get it or get another strain of it while being vaccinated. So again, that's just me and how I choose to live my life. Take it as you may, like I said. But I'll go ahead. No, I was just, you know, let's get off of this. Get into uh, another dramatic situation, I guess I could say. We got the Houston Texans. Yeah. Finally. Okay, we'll trade you. Finally. Finally giving up. Okay. He, uh, Deshaun Watson showed up to camp to avoid being fine. See, now him, uh, I was kind of a little worried about giving up that money. With Aaron Rodgers, he's made so much in endorsements and over the years that if he got fined, it really isn't a big deal. Uh, but Watson, as young as he is, finally showing up. But he said he still wants to be traded. Mm-hmm. And Houston is now listening to phone calls. But it comes with a huge price tag. Huge price tag. They want a combination of five early round picks. Five? Five early round picks. <laughs> <laughs> Along with some starters, no, you're not getting that from nobody. If you get the combination, I listen. Not, you're not getting that from nobody. Two, three first rounders, two or three. I understand. Five. I'm not giving you five hey, first rounders. Maybe round picks. you sprinkle two third rounders in there or a condition. That's pick. fine. I'm not giving you five first no. round picks. I'm not doing no. that. He ain't that damn. No, good. I'm. I, I'll pass. <laughs> I don't even think I would do that for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, to, no, to be absolutely honest. not. I'll take my chances with. Whatever team, Teddy Bridgewater, yeah, the Broncos, whatever it is, I'll, I'll take my chance. I'm not giving you five first round picks. That's ridiculous. But now this makes it interesting. Where do they trade them? Is now since Aaron Rodgers is going back to Green Bay for at least the season, Denver were the biggest players to get Aaron Rodgers. Now do they shift over? Which you gotta do what you gotta do if you Denver. But Deshaun Watson, this situation with all these women and. The cases he's got now 10, uh, 10 women filing with the police, you know, filing complaints with the police. Uh, eight of those women were out of the 22 that have the open case on him, uh, this lawsuit. So, and, and two of them haven't, you know, pressed any charges or filed a lawsuit against him. But you still got that drama going on. So, are you confident that? Deshaun Watson's going to even be able to play this season after giving up all these assets. And if this goes south and he's guilty, I mean, can you really be the franchise that is behind a guy like this who's done this to all these women? And so is is at least with Aaron Rodgers, he's clean, got a clean sheet. He's just a little arrogant and, you know, rubs people the wrong way. But you can deal with that. A guy like this with this much baggage... Do you risk giving up that many draft picks and, and some starting players? I would. You would? I would. I feel like, I mean, look how young he is. He, what, 24, 25? 25. I mean, come on, man. That's He's still got a good uh, maybe 15 years left in the league, especially what it's looking like, how, how long quarterbacks are playing. I don't know if Tom Brady's going to start a, a trend, but, I mean, we'll see. That's left to be seen. But, I mean, you got, I mean, his age. He's great for his age. I feel like he's definitely a top five quarterback in the league. Undisputedly, in my opinion, a top five quarterback in the league. That's bold. Yeah. Um, 
let me see. I got uh, uh, obviously Pat uh, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. You got to throw Brady in there. I throw Russ in there. Oh, got to throw Russ in there. And then okay, I I could actually I could I, see him probably five because listen, five. Josh Allen. I was gonna say that. That's what I was gonna him and Josh Allen. But that's the thing. Josh that's Allen had one great right. season. Watson's been pretty take, consistent. I would take. You can that. also go Lamar Jackson. I know he had again down year passing wise, but I I think they're gonna find they finally got him help, so they're gonna he's gonna turn that around and maybe Lamar and Deshaun duke it out for that fifth spot. I I, I clearly have um, I got a lot of faith in Lamar. I think he can throw the ball. I think that's a he just had no weapons of, last yeah, year. I don't know I why mean, people he, yeah yeah he can throw the ball. I still would take because I've seen it. I, I I'll definitely take Deshaun Watson. Um, splitting hairs with Josh Allen. But I would still take Deshaun Watson. So yeah, I'd, I'd have him at number five. But to get back to Denver, um, yeah, Denver, man, you got to do it. They, I feel like they right there. They look like that. That defense looks amazing. I mean, risk it, risk it. I mean, you don't got nothing else to lose because if you hit, you pro- you possibly got a Super Bowl. Yeah, but you got people's jobs on the lines at that point. Like Vic Fangio, his job already on the line. It's on the line, but it's already on the line. You risk that, and then you you know you lose everything. Hey man, scale money don't make no money, and they right there. Look at that defense. Yeah, that defense is stacked, and they got some nice young weapons on offense who he can get the ball to. Mm-hmm. I, it's a very interesting spot, but I mean, chance I man. still would not rule out the Carolina Panthers either. Unless they wanted want Watson, yeah, and the you team probably not quite as ready, but I mean, yeah, I know Sam Darnold. Man. He traded for him because you know the Watson. <laughs> didn't think you were going to get him, but do you flip him back? I don't know. New York Giants, you need a huge upgrade. Gotta, yeah. I would think New York would be the best spot for Deshaun Watson. Really? They got all that help on offense. The receivers are there. You got Saquon Barkley, who's you gotta think working about his what way back. Give up, though. Yeah. You know they're going to want something. I yeah. mean, yeah, you can – the draft picks. You always got the draft picks, right? Two, three draft picks. What about Washington? Rounders. Yeah, Washington. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, that's another one. They got a, a nice upcoming defense. Nice uh, weapons on offense. They got the the what is it? Uh, Curtis Samuel's and um, Terry McLaurin. You got the running back Antonio Gibson. I like them. Logan Thomas, who's working on a deal. Yeah. I mean, everybody, whatever team trades for him, give up the draft picks. Because you don't want to give up your key players. Always give give up the uh, draft picks. Two, three draft picks, whatever you want. He, he 24, 25. You can't beat that. Give up the draft picks. Um, After that, you probably got to pick maybe a veteran and one player that you probably wouldn't want to give up. If it's Denver, I'm thinking somebody like Jerry Judy and uh, maybe like Cal Fuller. I mean, but it's it's whoever it is. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a star quarterback. It's hard to find those kind of guys. I wouldn't give up any offensive weapons. I, I wouldn't be able to. I mean, you're bringing him over. You want him to have all the help. Well, I, I mean, I w- you know they're going to want him, though. So, so who, yeah, but Denver's defense is really nice. It you is. give up some pieces there. Well, they got three corners. They still got um Callahan, all right? Well, you got Patrick Sertan that they drafted. Yeah. Which, I um, mean, I could very well see him getting traded in that deal. That's what I'm saying. But you don't, you don't want to give him up, though. No. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm – that's what I'm saying. You got to give up somebody because they're going to want some picks and some players. Right. So that's why I said a guy like Jerry Judy, who, who didn't have the best first season, and he could probably still yeah, be a but star, but. 
nobody on that team was going to have a good first season. With Drew Locke. With Drew Locke, yeah. with you are anybody who was playing quarterback. Uh, Drew Locke is terrible, and he's making look, guys look bad. You got to uh, give up some, Mike. But, hey, I'm hoping Teddy Tuglas starts for them mm-hmm. because if I have a lot more confidence in Teddy than I do Drew Locke, and he can at least be a game manager and not lose games for them. He won't necessarily win them for them either, but he won't be the reason why they're up and they can't move the ball late in the game as the defense tightens up. Like He'll be able to move the chains just to get him a, a dub. But Drew Locke, man, he he makes some turnovers, some boneheaded plays that really cost Denver, and I, I think with Teddy at least he can manage it. Um, but, yeah, Deshaun Watson, we'll, we'll see now what these teams are willing to offer. You know the Bears are out of that now. For sure. With Justin Fields, the Bears are going to be out of that conversation. Uh, I love Justin Fields. No, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see that man start. He's gonna start week one. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. You know he's only vegan. He's vegan, huh? Yeah. Like I mean, he don't eat no kind of meat. Like it's great. I love this guy. I love this kid. I th- I feel like he's going to. And you know what else? On draft, even on draft night, you can see it in his face. I feel like he felt slighted. Like I don't think he had us on his radar, and I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm sure he expected to probably go to like San Francisco. He thought he was going to probably be one of the, the top quarterbacks taken. And I I don't think he expected to slide, especially with us having the number, what, 20th pick? I didn't I don't, I don't think he had us on his radar at all. So when he got drafted, you can kind of see it in his face. And I feel like what's the first thing he said? They put the camera on him. It's time to work. So I'll take that. I don't care that you don't want to come here. You here, and now you feel like you got to prove yourself. Yeah, prove yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and win us a bunch right. of games while you at it. And, you know, the city of Chicago, I feel like we're going to grow on them because oh, yeah. we, we, we we quarterback starved. We hungry. We're going to show you all the love. You He's going to be the guy. We got amazing food. You know, I mean, you know, we're going to grow on him. And we gonna. he looked like he's taking it serious, man. He looked good. Mechanics good. Fast. Yeah, but the only downfall for uh, Justin Fields is the Bears just got rid of his best weapon that, you know, the Bears have had for a few years now. Anthony Miller? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, goodbye. I, about time they see got rid of Anthony Miller, man. man I goodbye. I did not see what everybody else saw in Anthony Miller. He had a Me couple either. like good plays here and there. Like goodbye. He 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 was not the guy you brought him in to be. Uh, and some of that could be part of Mitchell Trubisky's <laughs> issues. But yeah, I you know, I think like you said, Field is going to be the guy. This city is going to. Welcome him with Absolutely. open arms. They already have. Absolutely. I mean, it might as well build a statue for Justin Fields right now in front Absolutely. of Soldier Field. <laughs> but back to Watson, uh, he's he he's gonna end up playing. If uh, now I, I do believe he's gonna end up playing in Houston if they don't find somebody like a good enough trade. Oh no! I, I think he's gonna play this season. He's gonna play this season. It won't be in Houston. But I think he's they're gonna if, they're gonna trade him. Watch. They're gonna trade they're him. Gonna, but if they don't find a trade that they like, I I think he's gonna play until it works itself out. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so, Mikey. Because if if, if I can't find a trade for you, right? Um Yeah, but he's giving up money if he doesn't play. I think he will until. I would be. I wouldn't I'm I'm not gonna go. Go this play for Houston and risk my body. This is his first contract, though, other than a rookie deal, and he got paid. Like I said, it's not like well, Aaron Rodgers where he's on his like third, fourth contract. Oh, oh, 
I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So uh, I know a lot of that was guaranteed, but right. I mean, that's still a lot of money you're leaving. Money, yeah. yeah. So you are. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with the whole Deshaun Watson situation. Think, Both sides of it getting traded and they're gonna find a trade partner. They're gonna we'll find see. a trade partner because I mean, like I said, why would you? I get it from their standpoint. If he just gonna play, then I'm not finna. You know, oh, you know. If you're gonna play, then I'm just I'm just not gonna trade you. If you're gonna play, you're gonna play then. You know what I mean? So they're gonna find him a, a trade partner. But um if I was him, I I just wouldn't play, man. I'll probably sit out the first couple of games and, and just risk it. Because if you start playing for him, okay, well I don't got no incentive to trade you if I know that you're just gonna play. So and who, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna trade for him though. Because they're gonna suck and they're gonna get the number one pick. It'd be interesting to see if uh the Jets you know, I don't know if Houston liked Zach Wilson at all, but I, man, even the Jets, I, I I think Houston's gonna try and keep him out of the AFC. That's why I, I like Washington or Carolina still, and and like I said, maybe possibly New York. Mm-hmm. They could package something together. Um, but I, you gotta see what Daniel Jones I, do this year. The Jets. Make I mean, break. if Houston loved Zach Wilson, why not? Trade Wilson Watson and obviously the Jets would have to give up some picks too. But I I like Deshaun Watson in that offense a lot better than Zach Wilson, and he's got some guys he can throw to. Uh, Zach Wilson, I just I, I think he's a little too far off, and might as well go to Houston because uh, it's not a, a better situation than the Jets anyway. I think yeah, I mean or you know maybe Miami, maybe Miami wants to. Get rid of Tua. If I'm Miami, I'm a. I mean, if I got a chance to get Deshaun Watson, I'm gonna do it. If Miami did that, I, 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 I could, I could see them in the AFC Championship game. I'm it's not just, gonna lie. With yeah, Deshaun no, Watson, sure. the, what did they get? They drafted Waddle. Yeah. They, they got Will Fuller, which he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Damn that. But, I mean, that's still AFC. I mean, luckily that it's not in division. It just depends on who they like, man. Like you said, I mean, we don't know. But if they if they like Tua enough, but that's they the like thing. Zach Wilson. Tool was what six and three as a starter yeah. last year. It's his first year. He was kind of ending up the eye out. test. Fitzpatrick, you know. Yeah, the eye test wasn't there for you with Tua, but year two, let's see. He's fully. I, I believe he's fully recovered from that hip injury. He he suffered his last year in Alabama, so now he doesn't have that hanging over his head. So, uh, yeah, they were, they were I, on a, on the come up. Man, I would love to see Watson in Miami. I'm not gonna lie. For sure. If and if the, if if it don't happen, and Miami can trade a lot. Yeah, they can't. They they picked up so many picks, moving up and down. If worse come to worse, man, you trade them and get you them those Ooh. draft picks and just suck for a year. You got the dude uh, coming out of Oklahoma. What's his name? Rattler. I, I think we're gonna be hearing his name a lot this season. Got you a number one pick right there. You got you got you a franchise quarterback, and they 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 are bad. Trust me. They oh, they're bad. bad. Oh, they're I, I, they're going to be the worst team in the league. They'll probably win two games. Well, it depends. If Watson most. plays for them at all this regular season, they'll win a couple. But if Watson isn't their starting quarterback, yes, I I, I look I see them as the Jags last year winning one game, yeah. getting lucky with a win or two. It's but, either going to be them or Detroit, but I feel like yeah. Detroit at least got a, they just don't got no weapons. Dude, let's they start campaigning. Uh, uh, let's start campaigning Watson to the Dolphins. Watson, Watson, Watson to, to the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, before we go, I had a quick little segment I wanted to start. Well, not really start, but do for the one time because, you know, we got the NFL schedule. We had a few quarterbacks on the move 
this offseason and last offseason. I love your segments. All right. <laughs> but this one is called How the Turntables, and I'll get into that. There's a few guys on this list, but let's play it. Well, well, well. How the Turntables. <laughs> well, well, well. We got some quarterbacks playing former teams. And this is going to be fun this season. I, I honestly love the Week 7 one probably the most. The Week 4 matchup is probably the most intriguing and most interesting and probably where everybody's going to watch. I'm but Week 1 is pretty juicy too. I mean, Sam Darnold goes up against the New York Jets Week 1. So he gets to face off against the number 2 draft pick. Zach Wilson, week one. Now, I mean, come on. How how can you not be in love with that? So, you know, he, he it's in Carolina, but he plays his former team that traded him away, gave up on him. You know, Adam Gase was the head coach, and I, I believe can't even find a damn coordinator job. That's how terrible he is. But Sam Darnold getting a chance to go up against his former team who's still rebuilding, granted, Carolina still is too, but if you got Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold, and he's re- reunited with Robbie Anderson, who again played with him in New York, and you still got DJ Moore, and you got DJ Moore, so that's Mar- gonna be a fun game. Sam Darnold, watch out! Got some weapons. Is gonna light it up against the New York Jets. I'm calling that win, Carolina, right now. I agree. He's gonna light them up. I agree. Matt Rule is probably gonna want to come out strong, like you said. You got uh, Christian McCaffrey back there. That's Game changer, man. Game changer. Change the whole game. I mean, they can kill you with the run. I know that uh, the Jets have a few pieces on um, defense, but um, as a collective group, McCaffrey going to eat. Oh, yeah. Week one, McCaffrey going to eat. He want to come back. I'm sure everybody he's he's been seeing, Derrick Henry having with these rushing titles, and, you know, so I'm sure he's ready to get back at there, out there and prove that he's still the number one back in the league. And, yeah, like you said, Sam Darnold, brand-new system, brand-new coach, coordinator. Um, he got these nice weapons, a receiver he's familiar with, and I'm sure both of them want to, you know, beat the Jets. I'm pretty sure you think Zach Wilson starting week one, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. got a rookie in that, that first game. Yeah, so they're going to have that advantage, and they're going to be at home. So, for sure, right. Carolina's going to, yeah, win this game. And McCaffrey only played three games last year, so he's, you know, without rehab and battling back from injury, his body didn't get a lot of wear and tear like he did his first few seasons. So he's going to be primed to show out this season and show why he's the best. How old is McCaffrey? 25, 6? McCaffrey? Yeah, I mean, he's still young. About 25, right? Yes, I can look that up. But – yeah, he, he's going to be poised to, be again, be the best dual oh, yeah. threat running back we have in this league. Mm-hmm. I just good, hope good it, year. Yeah, he's 25. I, I hope yeah. he doesn't have start having this injury problems like Saquon, though. Yeah. Saquon seems to be getting hurt a lot, and hopefully he's back for good. My boy Saquon, man. I think Saquon is the best running back in the league, Mikey. I think he's the I best agree. running back in the league. We will see. If it's true this season, if if Saquon gets injured this season, he's injury prone. Make a break season for him. He's clearly injury prone. But I think 
fully healthy. He ran for, what, I think 2,000 yards from scrimmage his rookie season. And I know that was just one season, but I, I got the faith in him, man. Have you seen his calves? I know, no, yeah. He's, Have you seen his calves? Dude, his hamstrings Hamst- and his quads, dude, his, quads. Leg, his, his leg looked yeah, man. like it was my God. 200 pounds easy itself. I think it's bigger than my torso. It's I, bigger than my whole body. That's I think it's sure. bigger than my torso. My goodness. Anyway, all right. So we got that week one. Jets and Panthers. Sam Donald back. Now, week four is probably the biggest game of the year outside the Super Bowl. Tom Brady goes back to Foxborough in week four. And now we get to see the head coach and the quarterback collide. And we're about to see who wins. I mean, uh, Tom Brady already won this divorce and this breakup. I mean, year one, winning the Super Bowl with Tampa without Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick not winning a division and finishing, what, third place? In the division, and we saw them break records, uh, the most they've ever spent in free agency. I think they're gearing up for this week four matchup against Tampa Bay. And I, I have no doubt in my mind there, there's going to be no boos. No boos for Tom Brady coming not. back. I mean, he gave him six titles. How could you boo him? <laughs> like, right. What's wrong with you? So I'm excited for that. Because Bill Belichick's a defensive-minded coach, so you know he's going to be calling the defense gonna be all game. game. And Tom Brady, I mean, they know each other both so well. I'm interested to see how this chess match plays out. And, and to me, match. that is probably the biggest game all year, like I said, outside the Super Bowl. Because that's, I mean, you, you got two of the GOATs. The GOAT quarterback and the GOAT coach going head-to-head for the first time. And let's see if Tom Brady can. I think this would be, if he wins, then yeah, he he he's got to win against every team in the NFL, which not a lot of quarterbacks do. But that's I mean that's the juicy one I'm looking forward to. And then finally, the twofer, the trade, the the two guys, and one of them is now a top seven quarterback just because of the move to the L.A. Rams, but. We got Jared Goff and Matt Stafford both battling it out in week seven. The guys who were swapped for in swap teams. So, to me, that one is also intriguing, very fun, and very interesting. But to me, that's L.A. Rams all day. Rams are going to dominate and smoke them. Rams and who? The Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. Oh what? Goff, Goff and Stafford yeah. going at it. What uh, week is that? So that's week seven. Week seven. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna be a good one. That that to me has LA Ram victory all over it. It would be interesting to see though if we get Penny Sewell and uh, if Aaron Donald lines up on him at all. Yeah, they got a good. O-line, I know that's gonna be man. tough because Aaron Donald's more in, interior line, uh, defensive line. But I don't know. I would just like to see them go up once, go yeah. up once against each other, where Penny's got to match up against them. But he's playing tackle, and like I said, Aaron Donald's inside line. Uh, unless Donald moves around that game, but that'd be fun, fun matchup to watch. Uh, but yeah, so that's how the turntables. New guys or new or uh, same faces in different places, but coming back. So you got Sam Donald, like I said, week one against the New York Jets in Carolina. Tom Brady going to Foxborough in week four, and Jared Goff and Matt Stafford, the guys who were traded for each other and swapped teams, go out and duke it out in week seven. 
So I thought that was a little fun one we could play. A little shout out to the office, best show ever made. Had to had to incorporate it, and it was funny. I incorporated that today, and Aaron Rodgers showed up in an office shirt <laughs> to uh, the Green Bay facility today. He showed up this morning. Yeah. So that's it for the final play today. Thank you, Justin Matthews, for showing up, for sure, for hanging sure. out, talking. We'll see you next week as well. Uh, or Thursday. Who, who knows? I might I might record it. Yeah, we could do Blitz our package. the Blitz package on Thursday. Drop that. Checking out for uh, Pinewood Sports Network. Check out for Pinewood Sports Network. Coming August the 1st. August 1st. Shout out Will. Shout out Will G. G Unit. G. Check out the D3 pod, which will be dropping with the Pinewood Sports Network. We do our, I think we drop ours the 5th because we're recording after the draft. So you'll get some NBA draft stuff there. But, man, the final play is going to be football. Football. Football from here on until Super Bowl, basically. Yeah. And no, because you still got free agency. You, you, you got all man. that good oh, stuff. Yeah. It, it, it's a year-round thing. I know I took a break because of the NBA playoffs, but, you know, baseball is still here. But Got a lot of sports betting to get into. You can do that, that kind too. Of stuff. But, yeah, that's going to do it here for the final play. Once again, I'm Mikey Clutch, joined by Justin Matthews for today. Get you out of here on a beautiful Tuesday. Enjoy. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life. <laughs>